Hey there, tech-savvy golf enthusiasts, and welcome to the Tech Ed Clubhouse, where we blend the educational and the golf-tastic, all while navigating the ever-changing world around us. I'm your host, Dan Thomas, your trusty caddy into the quirky intersection of ed tech and the unpredictable world of golf. Imagine a place where we demystify STEM education while laughing at our not-so-perfect golf swings, all in a backdrop of recent events that have reshaped our world. Whether you're a teacher adapting to the digital age or just trying to figure out how to stop hitting that ball into the water hazard in a world that's equally unpredictable, the Tech Ed Clubhouse is for you. We'll explore the tech that's changing education and the humor that helps us cope with life's curveballs, both on and off the course. So pull up a chair, grab a virtual cup of coffee or your favorite golf beverage and join us in the Tech Ed Clubhouse. Here you'll find some enlightening conversations, entertaining anecdotes, and a sense of community, even if your golf handicap defies explanation. So let's get started on this journey. Join us for today's episode. Welcome back to the Tech Ed Clubhouse. I'm Dan Thomas, and today we're diving deeper into the world of project-based learning, or PBL. Following our exploration of what PBL is, we're now ready to roll up our sleeves and get into the how. To unpack the steps, strategies, and insights necessary for implementing PBL effectively. So whether you're looking to introduce PBL into your classroom for the first time, or aiming to enhance your current practices, today's episode is tailored just for you. Let's start at the foundation, understanding the PBL framework. PBL is all about engaging students in meaningful projects that not only challenge them to solve real-world problems, but also to apply what they've learned in tangible ways. But to truly benefit from PBL, there are several key elements we must incorporate. There must be a real-world connection. Projects must tackle issues that are relevant to the students and global or global challenges, making the learning experience more engaging and applicable. There must be some core academic content. While PBL emphasizes practical skills, it's also crucial that projects are grounded in solid academic content, ensuring that students are meeting learning objectives and standards. In-depth inquiry is also needed. It encourages students to ask questions, research deeply, and explore the subject matter from multiple angles. This process is all about fostering a culture of curiosity and learning and how to learn. The next portion is student voice and choice. Giving students a say in their projects not only boosts their engagement, but it also empowers them to take ownership of their learning. Reflection is a key piece as well. Regular reflection on what they're learning, how they're learning it, and the effectiveness of their solutions is vital for some deeper learning. Critique and revision is also another component that shows that learning that real world problems often require multiple iterations Students should expect to refine their projects based on feedback and self-assessment. And finally, a public product. Students need to present their work to an audience beyond the classroom, which adds to motivation and accountability to produce high-quality work. So let's go about now planning our PBL project. As we move to the heart of today's topic, let's focus on the crucial steps of planning your PBL project. Planning is where the vision for your project starts to take shape, turning ideas into actionable steps. It's all about laying the groundwork for a successful learning experience that not only meets the standards, but also captivates your students' interests. Let's break this down into a little bit more detail. 
First thing we need to do is identify the project theme. Choosing the right theme for your project is foundational. It's the spark that ignites the student's curiosity and drives their engagement throughout the project. When selecting the theme, consider issues or topics that resonate with your students and connect with real-world scenarios. This could be anything from environmental sustainability to historical events, scientific innovations, or community improvement projects. When selecting a project theme, it's crucial to align with your curriculum objectives while also considering what matters to your students. Ask them about the issues they care about or problems they observe in the community. That not only increases the engagement, but also makes the learning process deeply personal and meaningful. So when we design the project with your theme in hand, it's time to design. This involves outlining clear, measurable objectives and what do you want your students to learn? What skills should they develop? Here, specificity is the key. Break down the project into manageable tasks and set a timeline that guides your students through the inquiry, research, and creation phase. In designing a PBL project, start by mapping out the key milestones they aim to hit. This includes everything from initial research to the final presentation. It's important to build checkpoints where students can reflect on their progress and adjust direction if needed. Once we got that done, we need to integrate some assessment. An integral part of PBL project is thinking about how you're going to assess the student learning. Effective PBL incorporates a blend of formative and summative assessments that both capture the process and the product of learning. In the formative assessments, these are the ongoing ones that can include journal entries, project plans, bibliographies, and regular check-ins. They provide insights into student understanding and progress, allowing for timely feedback and adjustments. The summative assessments evaluate the culmination of the project, focusing on the final product and the presentation. Rubrics are particularly useful here as they can clearly communicate the criteria for success across different aspects of the project, such as research depth, collaboration, problem solving, and presentation skills. When integrating assessments into your PBL project, consider the diverse ways students can demonstrate their learning. Beyond the final product, look at their process, their collaboration, and their reflection. Tailor your assessments to capture a holistic view of student learning and ensure that they're clearly communicated from the start. Now we need to check in with our standards. A common question educators face is how to align PBL projects with curriculum standards. The key here is to weave the standards into the project objectives and assessment from the beginning. This ensures that your project is not only engaging, but also meets your educational requirements. Aligning PBL with standards does not mean sacrificing creativity or student interest. Standards with Start with the standards you need to cover and brainstorm project ideas that you can naturally incorporate into these learning goals. It's all about finding balance, a balance between the curriculum needs and the real world relevance. Now we need to leverage some technology. In today's digital age, technology can significantly enhance the PBL experience. From research and collaboration to creation and presentation, there are countless tools at your disposal. Think about how technology can support each phase of your project. For research, online databases and digital libraries offer a wealth of information. Collaboration tools like Google Docs enable students to work together seamlessly even from a distance. And look for your presentation tools like an Adobe Spark or a Prezi which is making a comeback to allow students to create dynamic engaging work of their presentations. And just some closing thoughts on planning. 
Planning a PBL project might seem daunting, but with the right approach, it can be an incredibly rewarding process. Remember, the goal is to create a learning experience that is engaging as it is educational. By thoughtfully selecting your theme, designing your project, integrating assessments, and aligning with standards, and leveraging technology, you set the stage for a successful PBL journey. Now with your project planned, it's time to bring it to life. Implementation is where you have your students get to experience the joy and the challenges of PBL. As we pivot to the one of the most dynamic aspects of PBL, the facilitation of student inquiry, it's important to recognize where the magic of learning truly happens. Inquiry isn't just about asking questions. It's about igniting curiosity, fostering deep exploration, and encouraging a relentless pursuit of understanding. So let's break down how we educators can effectively facilitate this process. Well, let's create a culture of inquiry. The first step in facilitating student inquiry is creating that culture of curiosity and exploration in your classroom. That means valuing questions such as much as answers and encouraging students to view learning as a journey, not just a destination. Educational psychologists agree that creating a culture of inquiry starts with modeling curiosity yourself. Show enthusiasm for the topics you're exploring and the questions students raise. Make your classroom a safe space for even asking the silly questions. Remember, every question is a doorway to understanding. With the culture of inquiry in place, let's explore specific strategies to facilitate this process. How about some questioning techniques? Teach students how to ask open-ended questions that promote deeper thinking. Maybe you want to use a Socratic method to challenge their assumptions and encourage further exploration. Guide your students into developing some strong research skills. This includes evaluating sources for credibility, taking effective notes, and synthesizing information from multiple perspectives. Don't under assume that students know how to research. Then encourage your students to critically analyze the information. Identify biases and consider alternative viewpoints. Critical thinking is a is a cornerstone of effective inquiry. One technique I've found effective is having students create mind maps of their questions and possible answers. It helps them visualize the process and makes their thinking more tangible. How about some inquiry-based projects? They're a great way to apply these strategies. Start with a broad, engaging question or challenge and let students lead in exploring it. Provide support and resources, but allow them to freedom to chart their own course. The key to successful inquiry-based projects is balance. You want to give the students enough freedom to explore independently, but also provide enough structure to keep them focused and on track. Regular check-ins and reflective sessions can help maintain this balance. As mentioned earlier, we talked about technology. Technology plays a pivotal role in facilitating student inquiry. Digital tools and resources can enhance research, collaboration, and communication. Introduce your students to some digital libraries, online databases, scholarly search engines to find high-quality information on their topics. Don't just rely on Googling it. Collaborative platforms like Google Classroom, Padlet, or Trello to facilitate communication among the students, allowing them to share resources and ideas and feedback seamlessly. And don't underestimate the power of social media and online forums for inquiry-based learning. Sites like Reddit or specialized online communities can be gold mines for insights and resources as long as students are taught to critically evaluate their information they find. 
Finally, assessing the inquiry process is more than just evaluating the end product. It's about how students arrive there, the quality of their questions, and the depth of their research, and their critical thinking along the way. Consider using reflective journals, process portfolios, or presentation sessions where students can share their journey of inquiry. These methods provide insights into students' thought processes and learning ev evolutions, offering a comprehensive view of their engagement. Facilitating student inquiry is an art form that transforms the classroom into a vibrant community of learners, driven by curiosity and powered by the skills to seek answers. By fostering a culture of inquiry, employing effective strategies, leveraging technology, and thoughtfully assessing the process, educators can unlock the full potential of their students and instill a lifelong love of learning. Effective teamwork is also another cornerstone of PBL. In introduce collaborative tools that set and set clear expectations for communication, address team conflict resolutions, and emphasize the importance of diverse roles. But you're also gonna encounter some challenges. Implementing PBL is a journey filled with learning opportunities, not just for students, but for us educators as well. Here we'll tackle some of the common challenges and how we might overcome them. Some common pitfalls and solutions include uh, issues that are uneven group participation, time management struggles, and aligning projects with standards. Seems like things like uh, maybe generating a contract with your kids to in setting out specific explicit roles for each kid to adhere to. As we wrap up today's deep dive into implementing project-based learning, remember that the heart of PBL lies in its ability to connect students with real, real world problems and empower them to find solutions. It's all about making learning relevant, engaging, and impactful. So take these insights, strategies, and stories as a source of inspiration and guidance as you embark on your PBL journey. Thanks for joining us on the Tech Ed Clubhouse. I'm Dan Thomas, and it's been my pleasure exploring the dynamic world of PBL. Don't forget to visit my website, coachthomastech.com, and follow us on social media at Coach Thomas Tech on all the socials. Until next time, we'll see you later. And that's a wrap for today's episode. Thanks for tuning in to the EdTech Clubhouse, where we talk about all things EdTech and golf. We hope you found today's discussion informative and thought-provoking. If you have any feedback or suggestions for future episodes, please don't hesitate to reach out to us at coachthomastech at gmail.com or follow me on Twitter at coachthomastech. Don't forget to subscribe to the EdTech Clubhouse on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed today's show, please leave us a rating and review. It helps us reach more listeners and continue to bring you great content. Until next time, this is Dan Thomas. I'll see you on the fairways.